to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hi, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you want to follow the Strictly Anonymous podcast on Instagram or Twitter, follow me at Strict Anonymous. If you want to be on the show, this is a call and advice show. Well, I say it's a call and advice show, but I don't know. I'm rarely giving advice, but I love giving advice. So if you do have a problem and you want some unprofessional advice, like I will seriously give you my opinion about your problem, <laughs> unlike your therapist who will just listen to you, you could be on the show. Or if you have a naughty secret life that you want to talk about, while remaining anonymous, I change everybody's voices. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. I'm also doing Fetish Fridays. So if you have a specific fetish that you want to talk about, even if it's on the DL and no one knows, you remain anonymous. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com or just go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. What else? Oh, I have a call in confessions line. If you just want to talk for a couple minutes while remaining anonymous, because I changed those voices too, you could call my confessionals line. You could call that 24-7. You have four minutes to leave a message. If you need more time, call back 347-420-3579. That number is in the description. So you don't have to rememorize it right now. Okay. (laughs) Today, I have on Vincent, and he is here to talk about his soap opera life. And it's not soap opera in a bad way. It's soap opera in a good way. I mean, there's just a lot of players going on in this story. I mean, I was super confused in the beginning because, you know, he hasn't just had one thruple in his life. He's had two. He's had lots of women in his life who let him fuck other women and do other things. So there's like a lot of players in this episode. So we get into all of that. He talks about his first wife who was a stripper. She was totally bisexual and they had crazy threesomes and thruples and all that kind of stuff. I mean, she was very much a little bit, uh, he, I forget the term he used, like maybe schizophrenic or something. I don't know. You know, they were young, but they did a lot of crazy things. He gets into that, all the threesomes they had, all the girls she brought home and all the problems they had. And then he eventually as other people, but then he winds up with the wife that he's in right now and he's in a thruple with her too. And it happens to be like with one of their friends that the girl that they're in the thruple with has a husband who doesn't know about it. This is where like that whole soap opera thing comes into play, right? Like, I mean, her husband has no idea that for many, many years, she's been in a thruple with this other couple and his wife is so down with it. She's like, you guys go fuck alone. Like, I don't even need to be there. You know, everyone is super happy. It totally works for them. And he talks all about it. But like I said, pay attention because there are a lot of players, but it is super interesting story to hear. So I'm going to be right back on with Vincent. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Hey, Vincent, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. How are you today? Oh, I'm fantastic. 
You're fantastic. So you have yeah. a couple different crazy things. What I remember about you is you sent me a long ass email and there was like so much in there that I was like, what the fuck are we going to talk about? You have stuff from that you did when you were younger that you think was like really crazy. I think like one of those things we could discuss. You also had an ex-wife that did all kinds of crazy things and you guys did crazy things together and you have a current wife and you have a current interesting kind of odd situation. So Let's get, let's start with the ex-wife, okay? Like, what went down with her? I know you say she was a sociopath, but she also did was into, like, a lot of kinky things. Like, when did you start to play around and do all the things that you guys did, and what were those things? Okay, so I, I met her. She was a stripper, and we got together, and I didn't know it really at the time, but she was playing this story out that, Oh, all her exes in her past are, are like just shit bags and were bad to her and mean to her. And what it was was she was into like trying to spin up this story to make me feel like the white knight out to protect her. But what really tucked me in is she was bisexual mm-hmm. and like awesome, freaky, like into hardcore anal sex, like one of those like really just good to go girls. <laughs> and. Uh-huh. One night, we both ended up going to another strip club because after we started dating, she wasn't stripping anymore. I was I was taking care of us. I made enough money. Mm-hmm. And we went to a strip club, and we picked up this stripper. I'll, I'll give you some names. They're, they're anonymous names. The girlfriend I'm dating, her name is Danae. We don't need names. It doesn't matter about the names. Just go okay. the story, yeah. So we, we, go, we go pick up the, the stripper girl, and it don't really mess around. But she spends the night. We get in the, we get into the bed together, and we're naked. And I'm like spooning up to the new stripper, you know, in between. And it gets kind of handsy, and kind of kissing each other. And I'm starting to have spoon sex with this stripper while my girlfriend my, ends up being my first wife in bed. And I'm like, hey, I, I don't I don't want this to be a situation where, hey, I fucked her while you were passed out. So I'm like reaching behind me. And like patting on her, rubbing on her, like, hey, wake up. You know, shit's going down over here. So she wakes up. She kind of messes with my hands. She kind of lets us do our, our, our own thing. When Always with that first time with any kind of like a swinger relationship, you're like, you don't know if the partner's like really okay with it. Yeah. If they're going to like turn around and snap. But she was cold it at first. I'll get to that here in a sec. But we start dating and we're having like a lot of fun. Like we're like having like hardcore got a hardcore threesomes like getting down and like funny like like hot little kinky shit like my girlfriend she ends up getting this like little part-time job at some department store and i've got the new girl and she's home with me and i say hey i want to surprise her when she comes home and she goes what are you gonna do i go i want to tie you up and blindfold you so when i bring her home she's going to come in and find out that i've already got you like that and she's like, yeah, yeah, I'm down with that. I'm down with that. And, you know, I get I get a setup where she's, like, in bed, and she's got a TV remote where she can watch TV, and the blindfold's above. All she can do is, like, reach up and pull it down mm-hmm. when she hears us coming in and turn the TV off and, and be good to go. So come in, and, and girlfriend's like, oh, my God, yes. She's like, go get the, go get the video camera. And I was like, oh, oh God, I love you. And so <laughs> she's going in, and I get the camera, you know, and I'm – and the new girl doesn't even know that we're taping her yet, you know, because she's got the blindfold down 
And she just basically uh, starts going to town on her. And I'm watching it. And I was like, oh, God, this is so hot. This is so cool. So they're going at it. And she's like, you know, get in there. Hit this. Hit this. And she basically got up and grabbed the camera. I'm going, going to town on, on the new girlfriend. And it's just, it's like really just fun. Like, it's, it's probably one of the best, the funnest times of my life. You know, one of those stills that the most, the vanilla people dream about that they only they can have. And it's like, oh shit, I'm living this. And this is just so, so awesome. Right. So it it's going along. It's going great. I've got like priceless moments. I end up getting like a roommate who moves in and he's a buddy of mine. He looks like Waldo from Where's Waldo. So if I if I say Waldo, that's him. Uh-huh. <laughs> he he uh he's got this buddy that's that's coming over there and he's got this wife. It's like dumpy wife. And I've they've been around, uh the friends his friend has been around with his wife and I've I keep getting these vibes from the wife that I like Oh, I just you know, I wanna fuck you look. And I I'm not like I'm not interested into her. I'm not into her at all and apparently one day when me and two girlfriends, my two girlfriends, were in the shower and we're getting all, you know, lathered up and getting all clean. Apparently, Waldo's buddy and his dumpy wife came over and they're sitting in there in the living room. And we're coming through the house and we're walking through and there goes girlfriend number one wearing a towel and a grin and girlfriend number two wearing a towel and a grin. And then me walking through wearing a towel and a shit-eating grin, the the dusty girlfriend's, like, got that look like, oh, my God, like, stuck-up people seeing a prostitute going into church, you know, like, oh, like, just jaw drop, like, uh, 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 uh. So we go in the room, and we end up fucking our brains out, and the, the walls are pretty thin, so they heard the whole damn thing. We end up come come I come out, they're they're still in there, kind of like you know, catching their breath and all that, and they're wanting a drink. And I I go in the kitchen and and fix up a drink and bring girls something to drink and step back in the living room uh, to have a have a cigarette. And my roommate's buddy suddenly he looks at me and he gives you that silent like he mouths the word both of them, and, you know, and I'm like grinning like yeah. And it's like those priceless moments, like oh, you just it's those priceless moments you just couldn't really just pay for so yeah it was fun a lot of fun but apparently the new girlfriend was writing in journals about that that i'm a really great guy but she's saying that my main girlfriend the first girlfriend that she's kind of unstable and <laughs> she reads it and when she reads it she's like no fuck that bitch and da 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 and and basically just blew our fantastic relationship out of the water it was it was a fantastic couple three uh, but three months and it just it went like it a went down. it was like a throw yeah yeah it, it, yeah it was it was fantastic i loved it but there's a couple times when she goes and she brings me she'll bring a, a, a new girl home and she goes i, I want you to fuck this out of this girl it's like okay cool i asked her you know if she wanted a guy and i had a buddy that a friend of mine said like, yeah I'll, I'll hook you up with him so she she screws him, and I'm not like the chuckles. I'm not like I need to be, you know, demoralized about telling about how oh how better he is or better than me or any shit like that. That's that's not my that's not my flavor. Mm-hmm. So they they just separate rooms room swing, you know. And I'm I'm always about making my partner. I, I want to get my partner off as hard as possible, as often as possible. It's it's about them to me. Mm-hmm. And I ended up getting conditioning. If you 
if we're gonna go into that some later, I can go into that. But anyway, what do you mean? Wait, wait, what did you just say? You got condition? I've got conditioning, um, and it it kind of started with with the kid where I learned I can't two pump chump some some girl. I can't just get off and roll over, and if she doesn't get off, it it fucks with my head. It's 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 wrong. I've let myself down. I've let her down. And it, oh, I see. Like you're like very into pleasing, and you feel like it's it comes from something that happened to you when you were younger, is what you're saying? Um, yeah. It, okay. It's I, I I got this code. I got this code, and read a bunch of female sexuality studies to figure out how women work and all that good stuff, and how men work is our own bodies. You know, the French method. You know, using a lot of foreplay and hands and tongue to to get your partner off as much as many times as possible before penetration, because a vagina can go only so long being pound before it gets sore. So the more times I can get her off before I stick my dick in, but you know, the more far ahead in the game I am, and then condition myself to where I can locomotion change my rhythm off just enough to where it'll keep me from keep uh, peaking, but keep my partner on track. You know, it's it's a lot of it's a lot of shit. It's a lot of stuff that I worked on. I always treat every single time as if it's the first time and if it's the last time because I'm always out to impress. And because of that, I ended up getting passed around between girlfriends. Oh, you've got to do this. You got a guy on your show, Don, who was revenge fucking escort. Yeah. And and the escorts were like, Hey, I want you to try this guy. Well, that's what happens when you when you leave that good of oppression on your partner. She tells her girlfriends, and they're like, "Hey, you got to try him. Take him for a ride. Oh, You're yeah. gonna like this." Right. And and women do that. And I I came across it like a lot of times in in my past. But anyway, so I hooked her up with a friend of mine. She fucked him. Not a big deal. And I'm always being like honest and open with each other. And she keeps telling me that she's got this sister that I haven't met. I haven't met. She's she's going to keep seeing the sister, and they're going to go hang out. Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty, secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool, too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast.com at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number the website, and the email address will all be in the description. And I'm like, okay, cool. You know, go do your thing. I'm not the jealous possessive type. I've never been that. I'm always like, the more freedom I give you, the more I'm appreciated. Like when my wife back in the day, when she used to go out to the bar with her friends and all their phones are blowing up from texting and calling from their boyfriends and all this yada yada bullshit. Her phone is silent because I know who she's coming home to. I don't need to be blowing up her phone. I know she's coming home to. And her friends comment on that. Your friend never goes off. He goes, my husband knows who I'm coming home to. And that, that's how I always was. Well, I've got a buddy of mine that I knew years ago. Like We got into it because when I was like a kid, his wife was trying to fuck me. 
And I didn't trust her. She seemed to be the type to me that was, I'd fuck her and she'd go back and tell my buddy oh, that right, I fucked her. Right, right, right. I get it. Yeah. So, and I mean, it, even so bad as to, at one point, I came out of the shower. I was on a towel on the phone talking to my girlfriend. She straddles me and says, come on, let's go. And I'm like, no, no, I'm on the phone with my girlfriend. Don't. And I ended up earning his trust because when she kept trying to fuck me, I told him, hey, your old lady's trying to fuck me, man. And that's that's how we became friends. And later on, me and him used to used to threesome girls. Like my first wife, we we had threesomes with her. I ended up having threesomes with him and his his wife. No bisexual thing or anything like that. We just get together with a girl and just fuck the piss out of her. So he's a friend of mine and a real good friend of mine. Well, he met her through a, my best friend, one of my good friend's cousins. Okay. He met his wife through his cousin. I get a call from my buddy and says, hey, Michelle has love letters from your wife to your friend, the one that I had, my, my friend, that uh, I used to have free policemen with. The same one that you wouldn't fuck his wife, that same one that yes. you were loyal to. Okay, so I figured that was yes. going there. Okay, so that guy yeah. that you were loyal to, that, but you let him fuck your wife. Now they're having some sort of secret little thing where she's like into him. Yeah, and oh, yeah. and and there was no hook, there was no threesome be- between them that I that I had set up. Well, apparently, one night when he came over, we had been drinking, and after I had gone to bed and passed out, they fucked in the backside in the backside of the house, and not 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 only have they been having an affair and fucking around, but there are fucking love letters going around, and I'm like, Jesus, goddamn Christ, why didn't you fucking tell me something was fucking going on, and it it got bad. I mean, I ended up turning my entire house upside down looking because if he's got, a, she's been sending him love letters, then surely he's been sending her some too. So where are his fucking love letters in the house? And mm-hmm. I turned the house upside down and looked and looked and looked and looked and couldn't fucking find them and ended up uh, checking my shed out back, nothing, checked my car, found them during the fucking trunk of my car. And it's like, oh, this is just some fucking bullshit. Oh, I'm not going to do it. It's not going to fucking happen again. not going to happen again. He ends up ends up doing stupid shit and gets in jail. And she's working as like a bail bondsman. <laughs> Perfect. She's working as a bail bondsman. And she's literally considering making a fake bail to get him out of jail. I find out later on. And it's like, Jesus, how stupid can you be, you know? Bail with no money, kind of the thing. But she she didn't yeah. end up she didn't end up doing it, and which was was a dumb. I'm still like in I'm like in love with this girl, so I'm trying to forgive all this shit, right? And uh, one night she comes home, and we're starting to mess around, and she kind of like rolls over the bed, and I go to take her pants off, and I notice there's a blade of grass in her ass crack. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, because if you're gonna piss, if you're in the park and you're gonna piss on the ground, you're gonna squat. Grass isn't going to be on, on the grass, and or if you know if you're sitting on the grass, it's not going to end up in your ass crack. It's not grass is just not going to just like run out your ass crack. It's that, and it's like, god damn it! If you want to fuck around, you could have just fucking told me. You know, don't just just do this shit behind my back. She, she wants to keep lying, lying, and I just I got tired of it. And I back in the glory days of Rare Shack, I just. Screw it. Went to the video shack, got me a micro cassette recorder, and got the device to hook up to a phone jack. Wait, you were taping her? 
when she was on the yes. phone? Yes. Okay. Yes, I, I, I taped it, and I come home, and I played back. I rewind. I, I took took her to my mom's house, went back to the house, grabbed the microphone recorder, hit the reverse, and I'm listening to it rewind for what seems like an eternity. Because every time she would pick up the phone, it would start recording. I play it back, and it's call after call after call of her calling medical clinics to try to get me in to get my sperm tested to find out why we're not getting pregnant. And then she's calling to hook up with this new guy that she's fucking. I had enough. I had enough. I had enough. It's like, it's done. I'm, I'm, I'm done. I, I got to get out of this. And that's how that relationship ended. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Pretty much in a nutshell how, how, how it ended. It left me so much in a loop that I ended up looking at myself in the mirror and it's like, I can't do this. I am not going to. I don't like you. You're not sticking around because I'm coming somebody I'm not. I'm not a jealous of this person. And she's fed me up so many lies. And I found that out. It was all a lie. She set me up to be the white knight that everybody was such monster to make me, to basically keep the distance between me and them. And there was another point I, I forgot. She disappeared. She disappeared with my car and my wallet. And I ended up calling the phone number of the supposed sister. Call it up. It's not not a sister i never met the sister it was a one of the dudes she was fucking and he says oh no she she's dude she's playing you man she's playing you. she's actually right now she just called me from the blank blank uh in because she's at a motel and the caller id showed up there she's over there and that that certain end there's only one of those in town and i got a ride up there and sure enough there's my car in the parking lot right. call the cops Call the cops. Hey, she's got my wallet, dude. She's got, I need my car. I need my wallet. She's got my wallet. And basically use my money to pay for the room to, for their and their fucking. And I got that. And I just, I, it pretty much was done. And it left me spun because I, I couldn't remember. I didn't know what was the truth, what was a lie. And I told myself, you cannot drag the baggage from this relationship into your next relationship. You cannot make the next girl pay for the last girl's mistakes. Yeah. Sometimes that's hard to do because, you know, that lack of trust when you think that it's there and it's like the rug is pulled from under you. Sometimes, you know, it it does follow you because it becomes like your issue, even though it wasn't before. Did you go into your relationship with your wife now and were you able to because you guys kind of play too, the wife that you have now, correct? Yes. So I made a vow to myself to stay single for one year. Doesn't mean I didn't get laid. Didn't mean I didn't have hookups, but I cannot get into a relationship because I realized once I took that long look in the mirror, I realized I've been sabotaging my relationships for years. Yes, I had some that lasted a while, but for the most part, I sabotaged relationship after relationship after relationship. And I had to figure out why am I doing that? Why am I set? Why am I doing it? And it turned to be some turned out to be some like underlying abandonment issue from when I was a child. Mm-hmm. I lost my entire family when I was five years old, except for my mother. I lost everybody. What do you mean? What happened? I'm here because of a car accident. Mom and dad met each other because my mom backed into his car <laughs> at a bar. Wow. They they started hooking up. My dad's story that would be like for one of your podcasts. My dad was a pimp for a while there. He was pimping out his aunt. So. We met, and my dad had a son from a previous relationship, and my mom had three had three daughters from her previous relationship for for her previous marriage. My dad probably had God knows how many because he was a lady man, ladies man, and was like 
screwing God knows how many people, but I only know about the one brother. We were all in the house the same year. Well, my oldest sister elopes with a, with a guy. My middle sister, she goes off with another guy. My youngest sister, you know, who's all, they're all over me. My youngest sister, she, her dad got custody of her. And my brother, his dad got custody of him. And my dad was an alcoholic and was great when he was sober, but it got abusive when he was drunk. And they ended up splitting up. And at the end of the year, they called, they deemed it suicide, but I found out later on that he was murdered. But I lost my entire wow. family, and it was just me and my mom. Crazy. And whenever, whenever mom would drop me off at a at a babysitter or something like that, if she was late, I would start crying. Mom was not coming home because I'd already lost everybody else. How old were you at realize. that time? Like, how old is that little I'm, boy that's crying? How old do you remember? I'm I'm five years old, five six years old. Oh um, wow, that's young. I'm, so it it carried with me, and I didn't For realize sure. it. And of course, and that. Could, that kind of went into when I started becoming my, my of sexual of age is I wanted, I wanted to be so good in bed that my partner wants to come back for more. Right. But I didn't, I, I, or that your partner realize, would never leave you. You know, maybe it was that well, you thought that would be yeah. guaranteeing some sort of security that you didn't have that you were lacking. Yeah. Right. And, and acceptance. Yeah. And acceptance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, but I'm sitting there, I'm sabotaging these relationships. Yeah. Do you want to wow your partner by giving them the best head they've ever received? (laughs) Or are you like me and you're dying to learn how to squirt? I know that that is still on my bucket list. Then I have the perfect thing for you. And that's Beducated. Beducated Beducated.com is like the Netflix of sexual education. Okay, they have over 70 online courses on everything from solo sex to BDSM and king to dating and everything in between. You learn real sex techniques by real people. And when I say real people, I mean real people giving real head. So you don't have to like imagine what to do. You could fully see it in graphic detail. Nine out of 10 subscribers say Beducated has improved their sexual happiness. So what are you waiting for? Join now. All you got to do is go to beducated.com and use my code ANON for 65% off your annual subscription. It's only $9.99 a month and you're going to get a free one month trial. And you could cancel at any time. Go to beducated.com, use my code ANON or just go to the description, click on the link and your discount will be automatically applied. Thanks, Beducated, for sponsoring this episode. Right, but let's get back. Let's get to that place, though, that you you realize after you guys end that bad marriage where you're with the sociopath, you're about to meet this new wife. Isn't there something that goes on? Do you guys have a girlfriend or something? Like, what's the deal with you guys? I have a wife. My, I'm, my, I have a wife and a girlfriend. Oh, okay. And my wife and my girlfriend are best friends. Okay, so that's the crazy to... thing. Okay, that's the crazy thing. You now, after that relationship, sabotages, sociopath, you wind up in a new relationship with the wife and you guys have a girlfriend. How do you get to that place where you are now, you and your wife are dating her friend? And is it kind of like a polyamorous relationship? Her best friend is her best friend, my girlfriend, is married. And she's married to a twin. And my wife's previous husband was the other twin. 
Oh my God, that's so confusing. So your wife and this girl are friends because they both used to be married to twins. Your wife divorced the one twin. That girl's still with that twin. She marries you and that girl is now your guy's girlfriend. Yes. Wow. I, Behind I don't know how... his back. Behind his back? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he doesn't know about it. How long has this been going on? Four years. Four years? Oh my that, we've been, that, that we've been That we've been in this part of the relationship. It's been like a work in progress for about 12 to be honest with you. Okay, so you're mar- you marry this woman now. Do you, before you meet this girl, I don't want to go through 12 years of backstory, but like you meet this new girl, you marry her. She's got this friend cuz she used to, you know, they used to be sister-in-laws. You know, do you and your wife play around at all before this girl or is this girl the first like other person outside of your relationship? I hooked up. There was one night when I, I, my wife, she didn't play around. Okay. I hooked her up with a guy. Wasn't that good. Not something she wanted to go back to with that guy. And then another night on a new year's Eve, we're having some drinks. We're with her sister and I'm friends with her sister's boyfriend. And she's like, I kind of want to fuck my sister's boyfriend. I can hook it up. I got you. And she kind of drunk fucks her sister's boyfriend one night. And comes back, and she kind of, like, wishes she hadn't done it because she can't even remember it. She don't even remember what yeah, the details, if it was good or not. But I think she kind of just fucked her because she, like, pissed off her sister and just wanted to fuck her boyfriend. Did the sister know? No. The sister never found out. She never found out. And my wife is awesome because, like, back in the days when she was going to the bar, she would, like, bring me home titty pictures of her friends. She'd take pictures of her friends' tits. Like, hey, baby, here you go. And she'd, like, text them to me because she just thought it was fun as shit. Like, sending me t- uh, pictures of her sister's tits. I mean, she's just, she's an amazing woman. I mean, real loyal. She would love, she loved me for, like, a long time. I, I dated her in the past. I didn't let her slip through my fingers, and we got together. Now, she actually has a little bit of a story back when she was younger she actually had a like a spontaneous gangbang that was like when I first heard about it, it's like, oh, that's kind of fucked up. But I guess it was all right. She was with a guy, and one night they had been apparently been messing around, and she was kind of like laying on the bed in the dark, and out of nowhere she starts feeling like more than two hands, like all these hands over, and she starts like starts like, almost like freaked out about about it. The guy's the guy friends. Apparently. Yes, he, yeah, all his friends came, yeah, that's came more like in a, the room. That's more like rape, but not a gangbang. I think it's a well, yeah, that's what that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. And he goes, she goes, she, but it was a situation where she just like, no, 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 I don't want to do this. He would have said, okay, guys, back off. This is not happening. And uh, but he totally goes, he goes, just go with it. And she did. She went with it. It was pretty much tame, very, very low light situation. Everybody's wearing condoms, and basically just a group of guys just end up taking their turns on fucking her. It's not really a, a case of, you know, three holes are getting filled at once or anything like that. So she she had experimented a little bit in her youth, hadn't really had anything else behind that. So we end up hooking up with her girlfriends. They have a little bit of a of bi experiences together. My wife's not really bi. It was more of, like, experimental, mm-hmm. but wasn't really, like, Hey, I'm full on by. It's like they they have they have gone down on each other. They haven't made out a lot and a lot of titty grabbing. Uh, I remember a fun night when we were at the bar and we were doing a bar hop. 
I don't drink. I, I quit drinking a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I may I maybe have like two drinks a year, so I'm usually the designated driver. Right. So I'm I'm take, we're in a single cab pickup where there's like just a bench all the way across, and I've got my wife and our girlfriend girlfriends in the middle, and I say it's like this is back before I I get the fucker yet because she was like really gun shy about pulling that trigger, really gun shy. So I go, you gotta pull down your pants, I'll play with you. And so they're making out, playing with each other's tits. And I'm just like rubbing her clit and getting her off while we're like driving down the road, going from one bar to the next bar. I had never actually seen her vagina because before I had just seen city pics. So my hands are basically my eyes. You know, I'm like a blind person reading Braille, but the Braille is pussy. And it's like, <laughs> oh, oh, wow. I go, this is like, it's like, wow. It, it was, it was cool. We ended up, we didn't like stop and fuck anywhere. Her friend was like really shy about. They were talking. My wife worked on this for like a long time, saying, "Hey, fuck my husband. You fuck my husband." Because before, in the past, she had hooked up, hooked her up with her best uh, fuck that she's ever been with. And my wife's like, "No, you got to try my husband because my husband blows him out way out of the water." And her hold up, the girlfriend's hold up, long for the longest time was, "I don't want to ruin our friendship. I don't. I don't want to ruin our friendship." I don't want to fuck him and, and risk in a friend. And it's like, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And she's getting me pictures of her naked. My wife's showing her basic pictures of my dick, what I look like naked. And girlfriend is like nervous. Like, I, um, I'm, I'm, that's kind of big. I'm afraid that's going to hurt me. Right. <laughs> so she's like real shy about my dick. And it, it ends up coming apart. And I come together. I told her, well, just let me go down on you. And she goes, are, are you really okay with just going down on me? I go, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Mm-hmm, so right. that's, that's not that's not a big deal. My, my thing is about getting my partner off. I don't, could care less if I get off, as long as my partner gets off. Yeah, I know so guys like you. I, I get her off, get her off a few times. She's like, you know, I go, wow. And we, I don't fuck her. And it, it takes a while. But eventually, eventually I do end up fucking her, sticking my dick in her, and it's a regular thing. We've had some, like, fun, fun kind of playing. A lot of times, like, uh, we'll sleep, we'll play together. For a long time, she would not do anything unless my wife was there. She would not, she wouldn't do, go solo with me. She didn't want to solo. And, because she was worried, they still kind of let hang up. You know, I, I don't want to ruin this. I don't want to make you mad by soloing with your husband. Yeah. And my whole wife, my wife's thing is, she believes that if you guys, going to be doing that there's going to be feelings involved she knows right now that she could say hey babe i want to go fuck another dude right now and i would say sure i'll hook you up but she doesn't want to do that because she wants feelings to be involved she isn't one of those people that can just go fuck a stranger just to fuck them that's not really the way she is and with my girlfriend she knows that the girlfriend isn't going to try to steal me for herself and she knows uh, damn good and well that I'm not going to try to ditch her for her girlfriend when I can have them both. Right. You know, and it's like that. And, it, and it's a great, I mean, it's to the point, it's gotten to the point where my wife has basically told me and told her, hey, I want this to last as long as possible. And if for some reason I end up dying and you two end up being survivors, I want, I want you two to be together. You know, I, w- I want you two to be, to be together after I'm gone. And do you feel like they have an emotional relationship as well? Because you said she's not bi, but maybe she is. I mean, do they fool around separately besides without you? 
Uh, no, they really don't. Mess, they don't really, haven't really gone. And I have sent them on repeated vacations. I paid for their vacation. It's like, you girls go on a road trip. You guys go wherever. You know, yeah. Here, here's money. Here's a car. You, you girls go have fun, which I've done repeatedly and hoping each time that, you know, Something this is going to be the time. Yeah. Yeah, this is going to be the time when they they come. I come back and they have those nice juicy stories for me. But no, my wife really isn't that. Now my girlfriend kind of more is though. She she kind of wants to do a little bit more. But my my wife's like, okay, I've kind of already been there, done that. But I I'm just not really my thing. I like dick. I like dick. So that's her thing. So she she wants the dick. She's not really into girls, but. Whenever we were playing in the same room, my wife will she'll break she'll grab my phone and start taking pictures, a video of me and the girlfriend together. And eventually, she told the girlfriend, she goes, "I don't have to babysit you guys. You guys should be free to have whatever fun you want to without me being here. You guys, you guys do your thing. I don't have to. I don't. I think it's kind of fucked up that you're talking to my girlfriend that." that you have to have me here to have sex with them. It shouldn't be like that. You guys can have fun without me, you know? And sometimes he's there, sometimes he's not. And it broke the girlfriend of the habit of, oh, I have to always make sure she's there before I do anything. Right. Mm-hmm. Which, which, which is, it, it's cool of my wife uh, to, to give me that freedom and knowing that, you know, we're not, we're not gonna, we're not out to just cut her out. But yeah, it, it's, it's been a lot of fun. Her husband, is dickless, clueless, two pump, two pump chump that gets it maybe if he's lucky once or twice a year. Oh yeah, yeah. But that's how. Okay, but let me ask you though. I mean, just, just like honestly, because people are gonna like some people are gonna look down on you because you know you probably see this guy around, sit across from him, you know, at parties and stuff, and you know you're fucking his wife. Like you don't feel bad at all about that. Absolutely not one <laughs> single bit because the twin, there are twin brothers. Yeah. His brother is a scumbag. He's kind of a scumbag too, who only has a better paycheck. I've already gotten into it with one brother. And like when the, the thing one, thing two for the twins, thing one, my wife's ex husband, whenever they got together, he tried to, he just was not happy with me. And one of the reasons why he wasn't happy with me is because I knew my wife a long time ago, and she had a nude Polaroid of me, and he found it. And seeing what I'm packing downstairs and was <laughs> pretty embarrassed by it. Uh, apparently, uh, ended up ripping it up, getting all huffy about it and all that. And when I got a hold of my wife, they were together. Um, I was actually at their wedding. I, I ended up making a lot with, with my wife before their wedding, trying to get her to reconsider about marrying this dude but she did anyway water under the bridge but i ended up getting a hold of her whenever i finally went through my year of of relationship abstinence right after that ex yeah and she was she was divorced from her guy or did she leave her guy for you she left well she was wanting to leave him yeah she was just like i want out of this i want out of this and had been wanting to get out of this for quite a while yeah but when i called her up and i said hey can i uh can i see you and she goes i see him i go hey you know i know things didn't work out because i dated her like in the past yeah i go you wanna if things don't work out with you and your husband you you wanna make it give another go at it and she goes i'm fixing to leave him i'll tell you right now and hell yes i want to do that i try to fuck her I try to fuck her that day. She's like, no, no, I can't do it. I can't fuck you. And it's like, why not? 
you know, we want you, I know you want to fuck me. Why won't you fuck me? She goes, no, I can't. I'm not going to fuck you until I leave him. I have got to get him out of my goddamn house before we start doing anything. I just, I can't do it. It wouldn't be fair to him and it wouldn't be fair to you. And it's like, I understand. And, um, she got him out of the house and we've been together ever since. And of course he likes to spin it to his family that, Oh, we were fucking the, she was having an affair on him with me all this whole time. And no, she, she left him and then we were together. Right. Uh, but but uh, the other but, friend is having an affair big time on yeah. her husband for many, many years. Yeah. Yes. And for, it was with me, it was with one of, with her basically champion, her bedroom champion that, that was her, her great lay, the one that my wife, that she hooked my wife up right, with. Right, right, And my wife was like, nah, not, not as good. So she's not in love with him. And she's never been, she, okay, there's a difference between loving somebody and being in love with somebody. She loves them. Well, why does she stay with him? Do they have kids and stuff? I mean, they've just been together uh, for so long. Do you know? Yeah, okay, so yeah, um, he's got a good job. He's got, he, well, he, at the time, he had a really good job. He was making really good money. Her mom had cancer, and he had already asked her to propose. He already proposed to her like six times, and she said no, no, no. Seventh time, her mom had cancer. She was dying. Her mom wanted to see her daughter married before she was kind of dead. So she decided to go ahead and marry this dude, and me and my wife are like, what are you doing? You're not in love with this guy. Why? What are you doing this? But why, wait a second. Why, so why? she married him while you were already together with your wife. She wasn't with no. him before. I'm. Co- oh, it's a little oh, confusing. Oh, no. But wait, yeah, let me ask yeah, you. I, this. Like, I don't need to get ba- so into her story anyway. But my whole point is like, you know, if this has been going on for all these years and she was always married to him for that long, why doesn't she leave him? I mean, how much action do you get from this girl? And like, where does he think she is? Like, um, when does this stuff go down? When we, we get together, we get together uh, some, w- once or twice a month, on a weekend once or twice a month, is, is the timeline when we get, when me and her get together and we hook up. Yeah. Now, the whole deal with him is, it's kind of fucked up. She's been talking like, she's talking for years, like, I'm going to leave him, I'm going to leave him, I'm getting tired of it, I'm going to do this, I'm going to leave him, I'm going to leave him. But she's got what my wife thinks is like, battered woman syndrome, that she can't break free because she doesn't think she can make it without him. Yeah, listen, a lot and, of people have stuff like that. I, I mean, it's harder, it's easier said than done. And we could all sit here and say, oh, like, just fucking leave. But, you know, when you're in it, it's hard. I'm sure, look, your wife was, your last wife was horrific and doing all kinds of crazy things. And it took you a bit to get up the the balls to say, okay, you know, what? I'm done with this. So everyone, and, you know, she's kind of like, you know, she's she's kind of set up her life where she's got this marriage, but she gets her needs met elsewhere. Do you feel like you she has an emotional relationship with you guys, too, besides a sexual one? She does. But do you I kinda like uh, I do. I love her. I love her. I'm I'm in love with her. I'm in love with both of them. Right. And okay. I have and I have been. And I kind of feel like I failed because going into this, my wife. And and I were hoping that once she got in bed with me and really seeing just how well I treat my wife. I mean, my my wife is the world to me. I mean, I I buy her cars, you know, Jeeps and Corvettes, and and send them on trips. And I rolled up my sleeves, and I'm 
she comes over every time she comes, she's fixing to come over. It's like, do you want me to fix you dinner? You know, I'll fix you dinner. I'll fix you whatever you want. You know, my wife doesn't have to work. I do all the work and I make all the money. She, she can just stay home, but I come home and, and if it's the night she come over, Hey, I'll fix dinner. You want me to fix you a ribeye? You know, give me anything you want. I'll, I'll cook it for you. And I baby her and I buy her gifts while her husband, piece of shit husband goes out and she's driving an old ass van and he's buying the third pick and pickup for him and right. buying 10, 10 of the same tools. But you're and saying that you failed because you're looking at the situation like I do all this for you. Like, why haven't you left him yet for us kind of thing? Is that what you're looking for or on some level you think should happen or want to happen? I was hoping that I could open her eyes, that she could break free, that I could give her something that would break her free of this like battered woman syndrome where she thinks she has to have him because I'll, I'll do whatever I can to take care of her. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll, I'll bend over backwards. I'll, I'll, I work my ass off and I'll work my ass off even more if that's what it takes. Right. To take but care it of hasn't her. worked yet. It's been 12 it, years, but four years that you've been fooling around 12 years in the making. You know, what happens is like, she's kind of got her cake and eat it too. So why would she, I mean, what would be the reason why she disrupt that thing that doesn't work, but it is in her life. That's, you know, there to, 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 to be with you. She already has you doing all those things. You know what I mean? Like, wow. so I get why that might not happen, but your wife, like, does your wife have the same feelings for her? Does she, or is it more so like she just lets you hook up with her because you're into it? And does she know that you love her and she's totally cool with it? Yeah. She, she knows that I love her. And that if, if for some reason my wife was the best way that she'd want me, me and her to be together. Right. Mm-hmm. So she, she's cool with it. And, now, it does bother my wife if my girlfriend lets me down. My wife kind of gets upset because she sees that I'm disappointed. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's where, that's when it crosses the line. It's just it's like, I don't care that you're having sex. I don't want, it pisses me off whenever if she makes plans and ends up breaking it. And my wife is kind of like a little bit of flip, flip side on that where she kind of throws up her hands. We're like, God damn it, you know. She sees that I will go above and beyond for my girlfriend, and because I do it for her. I right. if mm-hmm. I tell if I tell my wife something, it is set in stone. It is set in stone. And if I tell my girlfriend something, it is set in stone. But when we like make plans, we plan. We're going to get together, and then somebody who's like doesn't mean shit comes up and says, "Hey, I got something coming up." Yeah, she's just a so, little flaky, but I mean, that's like her thing. Flake. So when your wife sees that, she gets mad, which I get it. Now, what is like, I mean, are you guys, do you guys play with anybody else or is it just strictly like a a, thr- a thruple too? <laughs> or is there any other action going down on the side? Since since this has gone on, I don't need anybody else. Right. If, they, if, he, if either of them wanted something. And my, my girlfriend kind of mentioned something too one time. She goes, I kind of like to see... I want to see, she want to see me and my wife have a threesome with another dude. And I was like, okay, if that wants to, if that wants to happen, I can do that. And my wife's kind of like, eh, I could probably do that. And I go, I go, babe, you want to do this? Because my wife's not really into giving head. She's not really giving it head. I go, and she's kind of like one of those ones where it's not really a threesome unless there are three people in sexual contact 
pretty much all the time at the same time. You know, I'm blowing you while you're eating me, while you're eating her kind of thing or whatever. Uh-huh. And and so she thinks that if, if it's just a threesome where guys are just taking turns fucking her, that's not really a threesome. You know? Right. And I, I, I make you that comment. I go, I go, you don't do that. I go, your definition, that's not really a threesome unless one of us is in there. So are you, are you ready to go ahead? Cause I can hook it up with my homeboy over here. And are you ready to like blow me while he's banging you? And, or are you blowing him while he's banging me? And she's kind of like, eh. So that, that kind of fizzled out. But if it, she wants it, yeah, I'll definitely do it. I mean, I'm down for that. Right. You're open. But so like, where are you at now? I mean, you had this other stuff go down with that girl. You had those abandonment issues. You've been with your girl for 12 years or how long have you been with this uh, girlfriend? I kept calling her your um, wife, but she's your girlfriend. How long you been with her for? The relationship, we've been banging for four years, but I've known both my wife and my girlfriend for 25 years. Right. But you've been together dating for the four years um, together. Yes. And my wife, and I have been together for 18, 18 years. Your wife, this girl that you're with right now, she's your wife. And sometimes you say girlfriend, sometimes you say wife. This you, this girl that you're with that you have a girlfriend is she? She's your wife. Yes. Okay, I guess I'm getting confused because the other girl. Um. So you guys been together forever. So now, how old are you guys now? I'm 46, and my wife is 41. Right. So that's great. I mean, do you feel like you are, you know, at the top of the mountain as far as like what you would want in your life? You know, you got a wife, you got a girlfriend, you know, they're all ever, you know, they're all pretty loyal to you. That's a big thing to you, right? You're loyal to them. I mean, that one girl's not loyal to her husband and your wife was not loyal to her sister. But, you know, I I mean, for you, is this like the best case scenario and how happy are you now? Do you have kids? We do have children. Right. My wife had uh, three children from the from the the brother. Yeah. Steps are for stairs. They're my kids. Yeah. Those are my kids. Right. They actually can't stand. They actually can't stand their father. Right. And then my my wife gave me uh, three three more children, and I make the joke sometimes, and I go, "God damn, you have six kids." I don't know how it happens. <laughs> right. I really don't. I don't know why one is Chinese and and one's black and. <laughs> oh, it, and they're like, "Are you serious?" Like, no, I'm spoiling. Right, right, you know, right, but, right. But yeah, I I love my kids, and I mean, there, there was stupid stuff like the the scumbag ex. I mean, this is kind of scumbag. He goes, they're going for Thanksgiving, and he tells the kids, "No, you can't have leftovers. I don't want you to get diabetes." Yeah, and who it's cares? Like, you, gotta be shit yeah so dumb. but but i mean i think though that it's great that you know your because you definitely had your issues like from stuff that you went down and you were definitely playing them out with that first girl but you know you you must have been able to because i think listen i think you're pretty self-aware for a guy okay <laughs> sorry guys but guys sometimes don't ever really look in the mirror. They don't put things together. They don't really believe that they have any fucking issues. They definitely don't believe they go back to their childhood. But here you were, you know, super young when you left that first relationship, doing all the things you were doing and acting out. And yeah, she had her issues. But you were able to really look at yourself and be like, 
you know, I was sabotaging and I was sabotaging for, for this and this and that. And I think that that's like really amazing that you were able to come to those conclusions because that really probably helped you work on yourself and evolve. Yeah. And therefore you wound up the next time meeting somebody who was much more on the same page. You had bettered yourself. You found a better girl and you're in a great relationship and you have you know, maybe what a lot of guys, I mean, listen, some people don't want an extra fucking person in the relationship, but for people that would love polyamory or into it, you have a very successful polyamorous relationship. I mean, forget about the husband that doesn't know about it. I mean, you, you know, you, you're kind of in a good thing for you. And I think that that's great considering where you came from and what you went through and what issues you had. Don't you think? Yeah. And the cool thing is, I made my wife's dream come true. And part of my thing about satisfying a woman is I, I let her go and I didn't see what I had when I had with her. And you always have that person that you always wanted to be with. That that person is like, oh my God, if I could just I'd be with that person. Right, the one that got I, away. That was your, that's yeah. your wife now? Was that before you were with her? Well, she was no. the one? No, I'm hers. Oh, I'm right, her. right, right, right. She had I'm, a picture I'm, of you, yeah. Yeah, I'm the dream guy. I'm the guy that she she wanted and the one the one that she wished she could have. I'm that for her. And I knew it. And So you're the real. Listen, want- what I think is your thing is like you really do like to be that knight in shining armor. That first girl yes. gave you that role, but it was bullshit. You know, she was acting out. It was all smoke and mirrors because she had her own issues. Probably she's changed and grown and is a much better person now. I mean, you guys were super young, so we can't just like, you know, she's not a terrible person. She was young. But you were really able to live out that part of yourself because you like to be that person for somebody with this girl. And she really accepted it and liked it. And so you're both happy. It's like the perfect, it's the perfect fit. Yeah. And when I first messaged you and we were setting up the day to do this call, I'm sitting there going back to all my past, thinking about all the wild, crazy shit. I broke hearts. And my, when I was screwing around and being best in bed for different girls, I broke some hearts along the way. And it's like, man, I feel bad about that. And I went through it and I ended up coming home last night. I knew I was going to have this conversation today with you. And I sat down in front of my wife and I said, I want to tell you I love you. I got to thinking about everything that I've done and the crazy shit that I've been through. And I love you. And I am so fucking lucky that I have you. And you may, you're the one that makes me get up and get my ass to work in the morning every day. And you're the first person I am so happy to come home to at night. And I'll, I'll do anything for you. And she knows it. And, but it's always nice to hear it. You know, so to the listeners that listen to that, tell your partner what you love them. Tell them that you appreciate them because that it's nice to hear. It really is. You know? Yeah, and I think it was also reaffirming for you, for yourself, especially because of where you had been and where you are now. So I think oh. it was also like a, a nice pat on the back and as well as you really valuing where you're at and what you have also. Yeah, and I don't, People who cheat, they cheat, so they get they get paranoid. Oh, what if my wife's cheating on me? What if my wife's cheating on me? You know, because they're they're doing it. They're out there doing it. I don't have that. I know that I can go four states over and not worry that Sancho is sneaking in my back door to get some off my wife. 
I'm, I have that security and that's, and that's a lot. And knowing that I let my wife know, Hey, I know, I know I can trust you. I know I can trust you. I can trust you with anything. And having that, that open, that open dialogue, you know, I, if I have a friend that wants to get fucked, you know, I, I can go to my wife and say, Hey, she wants, she wants a piece, you know, she wants, she wants a piece, you know, can I hook her up? And my wife would be like, who is it? Okay, is this somebody? Is this somebody that they think they can steal you? No, oh, they don't. Okay, yeah, go fuck her. Go fuck her brains out, babe, and go have fun. Wear rubber, you know. Go have fun. Right. Well, there you go. I mean, you'll be like, you know, I think you know, you have to go to YouTube and see the comments of <laughs> that people are going to think. I feel like people are going to pick out different parts of this conversation and different parts of things that you've done and different parts that other people in the story have done and be judgy about it but I mean overall I think it, what's really interesting is the evolution of you and where you've come and even though you've had you know issues put on you when you were young and had these abandonment issues that you you're, you've been able to get yourself into a solid relationship where you have trust even after being really shafted in that area, which I think is hard to do, but amazing. And thank you so much for calling in and sharing your story. There's a lot of players in this story and it's a little confusing. I got confused, but maybe I'm the only one that got confused. Um, but I will make sure it's less confusing and explain. And, but you know, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's dramatic, but not really. Like I said, even though there's a lot of players, it it's, it seems like it's pretty clean cut for you guys and where you're at. And I think that that's wonderful. And thanks. Thanks so much, Vincent, for calling in. Thank you, Amy. And I will, uh, I'm going to set up a YouTube name, uh, Vincent anonymously. Okay. Yeah, all right. Um, you've got a little segment for like, like little mini stories, right? Yes. Definitely call in and leave some stories. Okay. Three, four, seven, three, four, seven, four, two, Oh, three, five, seven, nine. Okay. okay. Thanks so much. This one will. De- this is a really good one. It's very interesting. Okay. So it'll definitely be on in the next like two weeks on a Sunday or a Wednesday. Okay. So keep your eye on. Stay tuned and let me know what you think of it after you listen. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, Vincent. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics, and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests, as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. 
send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is strictly anonymous. Strictly anonymous.